Before we start the show, we just want to let you know we're a part of Bard Rock Network, sponsored by Dragon Master Games. Dragon Master Games is a local game store with an online storefront where you can get TTRPG products and collectibles, including trading cards. Just go to their website in the show notes and write in the comments Bard Rock Network sent you. You can also support the network by subscribing to our Patreon or Ko-fi to access network-wide bonus content, get shoutouts on network shows, receive network swag, and get invited to our several annual community game nights. Anyway, on with the show! Welcome back to the third episode of Dungeons & Dialogue and our campaign through Dragons of Icefire Peak. Uh, last time, our misadventurers uh, had finished fighting two ochre jellies in what is arguably a very unfair encounter in the temple of this dwarven excavation site. And they had just completed a short rest. Did everybody roll all their hit dice they wanted to roll for the short rest already? All one of them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Level one, you only get the one. But you still recovered some health. That's something. Um, yeah, twelve, yeah, 12 does feel a lot rest, better than one. I mean, during during the short rest, uh, Ashlyn would have gone around and be like, "Well, maybe each of you should have a couple berries just in case. You shouldn't eat them now, but you know, somebody goes unconscious again, probably be a good idea." So, but she'd pass out two berries. They look like. Super juicy blueberries uh, to uh, each of the party. They, they're only good for like a couple more hours. So what kind of drugs in this? <laughs> Cocaine? Cocaine. There are there's such a thing as hallucinogenic berries that grow naturally, so this isn't as weird a question as it used to sound. Here, I'm, I'm just saying, we didn't pass any blueberry bushes on the way up here. No, I made these. I'm sorry? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> With magic? I made them? Okay. Okay, that, that, that sounds a lot sense. better than what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, mm. Hey, okay. I have no clue what you're thinking. I just love blueberries, so I'll try not to eat them too soon. Yeah, well, in two hours, feel free, but you might get a stomach ache because one of them is good for a whole day to make you feel full. So if you eat multiple, I honestly don't know what will happen. I haven't done it. Maybe it's like watermelons and if you like swallow the seed, it grows inside you and you die. That's stupid. Because the watermelon. I've never right. heard that. Hey, anyone who wants to go ahead and roll me nature. Sure. I'll give it a shot. Berries. Are you talking, if it's the watermelon thing, Bruzo will not back down from that. He believes that wholeheartedly. I rolled a natural one for a six. Oh no, I rolled, uh, 21, 18. <laughs> Alright, Ashlyn absolutely believes the watermelon thing might happen, and like a whole berry book. I don't think that would be a bad thing. Alexander is absolutely sure that is not the case, and you'll just have mild indigestion. Interesting. Try it out, see what happens. I don't feel uh, I, I, I've seen it happen, it's not, it's not kind. <laughs> Tubbs puts it in her pockets. I'm afraid you've turned into a giant blueberry, so I'm good. Right. Well, are you all okay? Mentally or physically? I mean, physically first, mentally second? That sounds bad. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Y'all live. Probably shouldn't stick around here too long. Too much longer anyways. I'm just waiting on you. Yeah. 
as Mirzo makes that comment, we see that you guys wrap up your short rest and take a moment to actually just examine the room you're in. Uh, you're in a uh, temple, main temple chamber with what appears to be four pillars supporting the main room. Uh, an altar, like a small altar, like they would just use to do like a sermon or something in the front, not like a huge altar. And some solid walls. What do you do? I'm gonna go wander, because she never goes anywhere with purpose. Um, wander over to the altar and just look around, see if I can find any indication of who they prayed to or how they prayed or just anything. Absolutely. So you go ahead and roll investigation while I find where that information is. Alright, uh, will help because he was interested to see what the altar was as well. So That's usually you... where to keep the offering plates, and that means small treasures. So do you want me to roll with advantage, or do you want to roll at the side? Uh, uh, Mirzul's providing the help action is how we're going to play this, so you get advantage. That is a 21 on investigation. 21? All right, here you go. You find uh, the temple of this is the temple of Avatar, the evil dwarven god of greed. That's interesting. I, How do you spell that? Yeah, if you need want more than that, you're gonna need to roll religion to know about it. How do you spell Avatar? A B B A T H O R. Well, like Avathor. Avathor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just imagine like Chris Hemsworth dancing to Dancing Queen. Also, he's anything... completely dressed in gold. Yeah. I love that thought. Hell yeah. That, that is actually a sight. Is there anything of value in the altar area, or is it just that information? Uh, of the altar area, no. I'm going to go ahead and save the 21 while you're kind of like circling the altar. Uh, you notice some grooves in the wall that look similar to uh, the the clearly opened uh, secret door you passed by on your way in. This looks like this just might be a secret door that's still closed. You see huh. a couple of them when you're circling. Guys, see that? Those grooves right there? Yeah, no, they kind of look like they're on top. I'll just start reaching out to start pushing at it. All right, so you see a couple of them, because like I said, you said you circled the altar. Uh, you see yeah. one in the north face of the room, one in the south face of the room, and two that are on either side of the altar that appear to be going, they both appear to be facing the east side. Oh, like the grooves run towards that direction? Like, like there's basically found the grooves of four secret doors. With the 21, I'm giving you all four doors because I don't like making someone roll the same check four times. Oh, I gotcha. Um, and the and the guy didn't set a DC to find these secret doors, just that they were there. Can I still roll that religion check? Absolutely. Uh, that's a 15. All right, with a 15, uh, you would know that during solar eclipses, Avatar is supposed to be appeased with the sacrifices of blood and gems. Uh, there's also a known occasion where the god found sacrifices of this temple's priest lacking, so he caused an earthquake and avalanche, and that is the mythology of this area. So, like, you're, now that you're, like, in this temple, you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that temple. Yeah, bad stuff happened there because they pissed off that god. And apparently the lore also says that the priests in the temple were killed, were not killed, instead were transformed into ochre jellies for their transgressions against Abathor. Mm. Uh, is this being shared at the same time? Because Tev would have been poking at those jellies. Oh, I no. Mean, they're, they're just a puddle I mean, now. To be honest... I was going to say, not. you're asking <laughs> Ashlyn to talk about anything that's relevant? <laughs> Probably not. Unless you ask the question and she's just like, oh, I know this. But if you're asking her to just voluntarily give out random information, probably not. Fair, fair. Anyway, Tev is poking at the jelly. Carver uh, says. 
It is a jelly carcass. There's no loot. But I will say, Tev, while you are poking Masters. at the jelly carcass next to one of the pillars, uh, just based off of Ashland's 21, uh, you notice a small compartment on one of the pillars that looks like it can pop open. Kind of like a carefully concealed latch. Ooh, I pushed the latch. Uh, you find some dwarf skulls and a pile of gemstones, 15 of them total. Uh, based on your knowledge of gem value and size, you'd say they're worth about 10 gold apiece, so you get the impression you could sell them for about 150 gold. Noise. I'll, I'll just pocket those. Do I While notice? this is happening, I would like to um, radio the dwarves. I forget uh, what Ashlyn, they said last time. you do notice because that was based off your investigation check, so you two, you saw that latch and so did uh, so did Tev. Tev just happened to go near it, but your investigation is why, so you definitely notice. Cool. She doesn't say anything, I just want to know if she knows. I think uh, Kira was saying something. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot where we left off with the doors last time. Um, just that they oh, had run away from the They're just waiting for confirmation thing. that you cleared the... Yeah. Uh, they're oh, chilling I'm... out, like, outside the courtyard. They're waiting for you guys to say that you've cleared the entire area. Uh, and the entire you do area know based on the fact you the... just found all the... Temple itself? Now, they, they... Yeah, yeah, they're like, like, call us when you basically can't proceed any further. Okay. Like, yeah, they, they like, right now you're... The whole thing. Yeah, they, they don't... They want you to kill all the stuff that he's killing. Great. Is it like, hey, is everything dead in there yet? Working on it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, we got snacks if you guys get hungry, but otherwise we're just chilling out here. Great. I'm going to, I don't know, hang up and walk over to Tim right. again and be like, these dwarves. I'm going to, like, put the sending stone in her hand and say, I cannot deal with these fucking dwarves anymore. And I'm going to bang my head against the wall. <laughs> All right. So back to the stuff that Ashlyn and Mirzil found. There are four doors you I believe to be secret doors. One in the north, one in the south, and two east facing on either side of the altar. Otherwise, there's no other path of egress from this room. Oh, she pointed them out. She's just waiting for somebody else to make a decision. Otherwise, she's just happy standing there staring awkwardly long. Well, I'm of the opinion we just want to pick a door. Not, uh, not like we're going to gain anything from listening to fucking stone. True. Who wants to eeny, meeny, miny, mo? Isn't, well, isn't one of the doors already open? Uh, no, that's a compartment on the, uh, on the pillar, okay. not one of the doors. Gotcha. Yeah, the, the doors uh, are still intact. There was just a fifth hidden thing that was on a pillar. Let's go to the north one. All right, so you just kind of feel around the edges of the, of the door. I'm, I'm only going to suggest this the first time this comes up. Is anybody going to check the door for traps? I want to check the door. No, but uh, whoever is the first person, like, touching the door or going towards the door, Ashen will just give them a nice little tap on the shoulder and it say in their head, you got this, and give them some guidance. All right, so Sarah, if you want to roll investigation for trying to find traps and add that d4. Okay. Merzel would have reached for it, but then... <laughs> <laughs> Let's check for traps. No, obviously that's fair. We did get fucking jumped by goo. You got jumped by goo. I was very reasonable and waited at the door. <laughs> I never got close to the goo. Those were ochre jellies, not goo. You know that, right? Without okay. uh, the D4, it's a 21. I mean, the D4 is only good for like a minute, so you might as well use it. Okay, yeah, so that's a juicy 25. Nice. Nice. You are absolutely certain this door is not trapped. All right. I, seems clear here. Would you like me to kind of 
wiggle in. Do you want to? I mean, we can just push open the door. Even though the door oh. looks like it's part of the wall, it slides open super easy. It's not like a strength check to get it. It just opens like a door. You push it. And... Oh. That was easier than I thought. I was about to say, that seems suspicious. <laughs> no, I mean, the thing just says there's a door. It doesn't describe a mechanism. There's nothing exciting about it. Just, there's a door, it's a secret. I have completed what the module said to do. <laughs> the module didn't give me more to do with this door. So what's inside? Alright, so there's Death a hallway. Uh, you see where a, you see a hallway that goes about 15 feet. And that looks like it takes a sharp right turn. Do you go down the hallway? Yeah, Mercer will lead the way down the hallway. Okay, no stealth. Great. I mean, you guys can. For the sake of speed and see above game, this room is boring, so I'm not going to make you all roll a stealth check to go into this room. Great. Uh, find what appears to be follows the bed chamber. at the very back. Yep. Just kind of floating along. I'm going to drag her by the elbow. Oh. Move, move. All right, so huh. what you find at the end of this hallway is what appears to be the priest's bedchamber. You see three stone bed frames against the east wall. Uh, Ashton, did you share the knowledge that the priests return into ochre jellies as part of this lore? Nope. Ashlyn, and only Ashlyn knows, there were that you encountered two ochre jellies and there were three beds here. That's it for this room. It, like, you could roll investigation, look for stuff, but there's nothing. I'm, I'm not gonna make you roll an unnecessary check. This room is boring. Are there he would any have, nice blankets? Would the room. I'm sorry. Are there any nice blankets? Nope. This is barren. Huh. Like, it's literally just like, like anything that was there has been damaged by rubble from the earthquake and the avalanche and all the other natural disasters that this god apparently threw at this temple. And it's also like the chaste of a priest so like not particularly well spent on like this is like a priest's lifestyle like all the money was being sent to this god so they were living a chaste life boring you'd think priests of a god of greed would have something tucked under their pillows <sighs> at the god very least leave a diary behind so i can make fun of you also i really want to ask why wizards of the coast made the door to the bedchamber a secret door but that's for the fireside hmm. <sighs> Well, they have secrets, too. Yeah, the secret is that they slept in really shitty beds. Yeah, Ashlyn is just really distracted, staring at the hand that's on her elbow. What, do I have something on my arm? Do I have jelly on me? He's gonna, like, flick his hand really hard. No, no, I just... Huh. What's that supposed to mean? (laughs) Thank you. Sure. Anyways. Yeah, the next room, please. (laughs) I'll uh, we'll go to the south one. Good, I was hoping you'd do that one. It's the other boring room. Uh, so you follow the hallway. You see Yay. two paths. One that clearly goes back to uh, the foyer before the temple. You remember seeing like a, do- like a door collapse of rubble on the way there because I thought that S was actually just rubble. But yeah, that desert just goes back the way you came. Nothing interesting. Uh, to your left coming down there, uh, you see a room that is uh, partially collapsed and empty. Like, the earthquake just damaged the room. Nothing of value is in it. Wonderful. This place fucking sucks. That's a lot of rocks. Wish the coast put two completely boring rooms behind secret doors. Here's I mean, the thing. I do, nice I do sort of get it. it. Like, you have to stretch the lore to fill in the gaps. But if they're a temple of greed, meaning they have lots of gold and money, you don't want to make it obvious which door is the right one to go into. So you make all of them secret. Yeah. I, I, I like, I, I like that. We'll talk about that more fireside chat time. Yeah. That is a, that's a great discussion for us. Is Alexander um, still dragging it, Ashlyn along? If she is still walking really slowly and staring off into space, then yes. But this time he's grabbed her by 
both shoulders and is kind of shoving from behind her rather than dragging from the elbow. She, like, does that weird, like, back head tilt to try and look at you as you push her. And it's just, like, awkwardly half staring at you and half staring at the ceiling. Alexander's just gonna glare at the back of her head. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Door number two, right, so- bust. Uh... I think so this it's... is three, technically. North. Who's counting? South. I'm counting two so yeah, far. Yeah, there's two. There was a second path to the south door. That's where we got three from. Yeah, yeah but we've done two so doors. The... So the two next doors one's to the, the east. third one. Yep, there's a door. There's two doors facing east, one directly north of the altar, one directly south of the altar. Okay. So it seems like we need to go south? Well, we already I mean, went south. Uh, the temple looks like it proceeds east. It's just you want to go on the one that's left of the altar or right of the altar. The one to the left is the north door. The one to the right is the south door. Eastern. Northeastern. Okay, but they're, yeah, they're parallel yes. to North, Northeast yeah. and southeast. Yes. That's a, thank you. That's what I was trying to convey. There's basically a northeast and southeast door. Let's go okay. northeast. What does it matter? How many beds are in the bedroom? Three. No, no. She's asking that to the group. Oh. That was... That oh, sorry. Was... I, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't register his character voice until I responded. Sorry. Oh, no. Three, four. Three, I think. Hard to tell, George. Four, you could probably fit six or seven of Did we fight three? Three jellies? We fought three jellies, right? That's three. Three jellies. We fought two jellies. Oh. And when we hit one of them, it split. Oh. That's so true. Technically, yes. There might be another one. What? And you wait till now to say something? I was distracted. How do you We're going to tell we're out of here. Oh. Um. So. This temple. There's a lot of rumors. One of them was. The, the priests. Were transformed. Into those. And she points Ew. at the remains of the ochre jellies. So. Motherfucking oozes. Ew. Remind me not to join this god's priesthood. Um, <laughs> then again, if I do join so you a don't turn into an ooze, baby? Please, punch me very hard. I'll, I'll be out of my senses. You not a fan of the gods? Yes. So not a fan. Okay. I mean, it's fine for other people. Just getting your magic by some deity in the sky is a little insulting to someone who's had to go through 12 years of wizard school. Oh, well, I got mine from, well, not sure where. I wasn't very good at the studying thing. I can but the see trees why. and the animals, they were nice. To each their own, I suppose. My parents studied the gods, books, though. The guys ain't nothing but a bunch of pompous assholes. Are we picking I a know door? I'm a pompous asshole, isn't it wondrous? Huh. Probably not the word I'd use for it. <laughs> I don't know if my parents were pompous <laughs> assholes. Sounds like it if they're trying to make you do shit you don't want to do. Oh, well, they're not trying anymore. Did That's you not always so murder much. them? Or leave <laughs> it home? Oh, it's just. It's been a while. No, I, I, I legitimately need to know. Did you murder them? Because, like, if I got to cover for your criminal I past, I will. Them. I will have no hesitations, but. I didn't murder them. Pity. Mm. Been a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> That's not right. Passageway Are we time? picking a door? 
Myrtle's pushing open the door. She's like, "Better cool if you did." And then you just push it open the next door. I think northeast is where we're going. I think Myrtle. Oh, I'm hoping. That's your problem. Can Tev just escape this madness and ahead of them? So Tev and Myrtle and. Uh, Alexander, I'll go screw this and going through the door at the same time. You push the door open. Uh, it's another one of those turny hallways. You turn and you see a left hand turn. Oh, no, never mind. It's supposed to be another secret door. <laughs> so, but I already disclosed that one. So, yeah, there's, you see what appears to be a hallway at the end where, like, it turns again. It clearly goes to the other secret door you didn't go through. And a pile of rubble that, like, kind of in the corner. You could probably climb over the rubble if you wanted to. And then... I mean, you guys got a 21. You find the other secret door. Because <laughs> I don't like making someone roll the same check 20 times. I think that's tedious as a detail. Well, Ashlyn is just walking very slowly behind if no one's pulling her along. Tev is launching herself across those rocks, so. She's probably... Right, Tev's going through the rubble? Hmm? I was going to say she's probably... Lo- oh, never mind. Go ahead. Right, Tev says she's launching herself across the rocks. You mean that rubble that connects to the other secret door? Yes, please. All right. You want uh, acrobatics? Oh, no. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll me acrobatics. That's what the third uncle jelly is, isn't it? I'm going to be scanning for jellies. <laughs> uh, tell you That's what. a 24. All right. Holy 24. shit. So, problem is, you said you were going to scan for jellies before Sarah did the acrobatics check. So, Sarah, you narrowly avoid stepping on the puddle of the ochre jelly at the bottom of that rubble. And as you pass it into the south tunnel, it pops up because you definitely got its attention. Hmm. Sarah oh, is now trapped a... on the south. Oof. Yeah, Tev is now trapped on the south side of the tunnel of the jelly. You all see the jelly having barred a Tev off from it inside the rubble. Yeah. So how um, Everybody jelly alert for initiative? Can you see the ochre jelly from the hallway, or is it like a sharp turn? No, no. Basically, the rub. Basically, the hallway is like going north to south. You're all standing at the north end. Tev dashed across the south end. Turn the corner a little bit, and you all watch at the corner where basically the jelly pops out. So you see, like, a five-foot-tall jelly block thing now there. Yeah. And you, you kill two of them before, so you know what it is. Oh, I thought I thought we came down the hallway, came to a T, yeah. and I yeah, imagined no, that but, she hadn't okay, turned I left see. or right on the T, so that's why I was okay. asking if she could see I, there That's yet. fair. I, so that, this is the other mind. If you guys have the map in front of you, you'd see it's basically a backward C. You came in from the top of the C. You came into the part where it bends down, and then Sarah dashed down across the south into the bottom. Okay. Does that make sense? So, so Sarah is then the bottom of the sea, and the corner of the bottom of the sea is where the jelly. Okay. So cool. we can see the jelly? That- yes, you absolutely can, and you can see that your friend is trapped on the other side of it. Great. Uh, that works great for my nat 20, so. Cool. Part 24. Ugh. Or in the future, if you tell me that you did nat 20 before... I do the things. I don't have your character sheet in front of me. I will let you know additional things. You might not have not pissed off that jelly if you had told me it was a natural. Oh, no, no. That was for the initiative. Oh, okay. Twenty. You have a 24 on initiative. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. That would have been even cooler, but... No, yes. this... Let's this see how this fun. jelly does. And if everyone didn't hear me, yes, please roll initiative. 19. 10. 13. All right. Let's see how the jelly does. Fortunately, the jelly has a terrible stat and dex bonus, so the initiative is going to be penalized how penalized though oh oh that's wonderful okay so uh, you all be pleasantly surprised to find where this thing is in the initiative uh tev you were up first you were cornered i have a quick question 
How yes. long is the this uh, like diagonal part of the Z of the hallway? How how long is it? Uh, if you guys are standing at the corner, there's about twenty feet to the other corner. Okay, and how so wide is, is it? Only around. five feet wide. It, it is only five feet wide. So I, you like whatever your marching orders. You can't end the turn in the same square as each other. You know, if we were playing with the battle map up, I would strictly enforce that. But since we're in theater of the mind, if you all want to like rearrange yourselves to be near the thing for melee purposes or whatever. <laughs> theater of the mind, I'm a little, little more loosey-goosey on this, but raw, technically only one person can get in the square north. Okay. That was it. That was my question. Um, uh, so, um, I would have switched my, one of my daggers back into its boot and pulled out my rapier. Depending on her reach, she could just swing, she's swinging out with a rapier. Oh yeah, but basically you're standing in the square right next to the rubble where the thing is and then okay. one square behind one square to your left is going to be what you know to be the back of the other secret all right so you're all right go ahead and roll an attack roll on the jelly uh 21 that hits the hell out of this jelly uh you do not so get sneak attack you're all by yourself yeah no uh that's five damage takes it and uh should probably back up a bit after because you are I, because you are not level two yet not have bonus action disengage. It will get an attacker opportunity if you do that. Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll do the uh, other stabby stab with the All right. and remember dagger. You, and remember not to include your dex bonus on that. Yes. Or for the damage part of the roll. Well, that's an eight, so... Would you believe eight will hit? I will accept that fact and roll damage. Haha. <laughs> uh... <laughs> For one, for one additional, yeah. I mean, it's something. It's something. And then while engaged with the jelly, you can't really do anything else. Most folks don't realize it, but the world is ripe with monsters. And when you have a monster problem, you need someone who is smart. I came over here, I saw that there was a crime scene. I figured, you know, I'd park here on the... the... Crime scene. Brave. It's just not our fight. We just honk the horn, everybody dissipates, and we just ride away. And qualified. If nobody is going to to assist David with this, he is going to pull out his nunchucks. Who gave him those nunchucks? Van Helmen's family is none of those things. Hey folks, we just want to take a break from the action to let you know how you can support the show. As a part of Bard Rock Network, you can support us through a number of our affiliate programs where a portion of your order goes to support the network. Everyone loves dice, right? Fan roll dice make dice of all shapes and sizes, as well as accessories like trays, bags, and towers. Or maybe you want to take better campaign notes. Just check out Minva RPG and look at their assortment of campaign journals and tools. Finally, you can level up your game night with tea or coffee from Many Worlds Tavern. In addition to delicious tea and coffee, they have stickers, tokens for your favorite trading card games, and playmats. Qualifying orders even come with free dice. All those affiliate links can be found in the show notes, and you just need to use Bard Rock Cafe at checkout to save your order. But they're the best we've got, so check them out on Monster Cafe, available now wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Mirzel, you are up. All right. Uh, Orc Man, get angry, first of all. Uh, then right. he'll hop over the rubble and grab the biggest slab he could find and just start beating the hell out of the jelly with it. Yep, so go ahead and roll your... T- like, I technically can count that as a uh, 
as an improvised weapon, but for intents and purposes, we're going to just let you use your great axe attack or whatever oh, yeah. you have. And it's just bludgeoning damage instead. Uh, 10. Uh, 10 hits. Love to see it. Uh, so, 12 damage. Alright, it takes it. Fucking squishy ass bastard. Uh, and that's it. Alright. Ashlyn, you are up. Ashlyn's gonna take a couple steps forward and slowly peek her head around the corner because she hadn't made it up to the intersection yet. But she heard the yelling. <sighs> and she takes out a rock. Couple pebbles, actually. <sighs> they glow. She picks one up. It's all very slow. And flicks it down at the ochre jelly. That's a 18 to hit. It does hit. That's seven points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Ochre jelly splashes as the rock hits it and takes a spicy seven damage. And then she just kind of keeps her, just her head, not her body, peeking around the corner. That's her turn. And that brings, and that brings us to Alexander. Motherfucking jelly. And he's gonna, um, try and chill touch this thing. Um. Alright, that's an attack roll, yes? Yes, it's a ranged spell attack. Hey, it did screw me. Um, so that's a 21. That's it. 21 will hit. Um, it takes 8 necrotic damage and can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Alright, it takes it. Um, and I will move behind the barbarian if I have not already. <laughs> uh, well, you, I'm, that's pretty much the only space you guys have with one square each. It's a very narrow little hallway. If you wanted to be beside the barbarian, we can say you were, but I think the only people you want in melee are the ones that are already there. Yeah, I will just uh, scoot closer to the wall so a- uh, Ashlyn can see past me. <laughs> uh, you didn't need to move. Anything that gets me out of the line of fire of those fucking pebbles. <laughs> I'm not gonna right, hit uh, you Tev, does a 14 hit? What did you say? Does a 14 hit you, Tev? The pseudopod is taking. No. All right, it's one attack misses. And just like that, Tev is up. He goes, ha ha, can't hit me. And goes with her rapier again. Uh, jeez, that's a 21. Yes, 21 hits the hell out of this jelly. Uh, for six damage. All right, six damage is pretty toasty. This thing's looking pretty shabby. Oh, cool. I'll just go in with my with a dagger on my side. Did you add sneak attack sure. damage on that first one? Oh, you, that is right. There's now an enemy adjacent to, there's now an ally adjacent to the jelly. You do get sneak attack. It means you might finish this thing off just on sneak attack. Let's see, uh, that would be with a plus three. So, oh, you're on three? This thing is still standing, better than it ever did. Like a Don't survivor, like a little kid. Well, how does it feel after my... I hit it with my dagger for 17. 17 will hit. Uh, three points. Three was exactly the number you needed. It's gone. Woohoo! DCC! Let's do this. Nice. You know... Da, 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 da. You guys <sighs> should be better at, you know, not getting surprised by jelly. Since the lady who is literally, like, 50 feet behind us. Hmm? (sighs) Sorry. I should have warned you earlier. I'm sorry, Tev. You were just very fast, and I was behind this hulk. And I'm gonna point at Merzel. (laughs) Why are you going? I know the man who stands funny takes all the hits. That's smart. 
Why were you going that oh, way? No, Anyways, Tab, that's just back where we came from. Oh, I thought it was another secret passage to another secret passage. No, that's over here. And she points near her. Yeah, and you just easily pop open the last secret door. Oh, I don't touch it. Oh, fine. Whoever wants to can pop open the secret door. Oh, she just Tab points at it. it. Yeah, and- you, you point at it, and anybody who wants to, the secret door's right there. You- Oh. oh, that's what she was doing while Teb was, you know, almost getting her ass beat. What do you mean? I throw a rock. That's true. Very good at that. So what I heard was Teb opens this door. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if she could check, double check it for a trap beforehand. Uh, sure, go ahead and roll investigation. I will help. I am. Uh, your investigation at advantage. With guidance. With Yes, yeah, so roll advantage and add a d4 to the higher number. All right, uh, so with the D4 that anyone... This door is hella not trapped. Okay. Better safe than sorry or dead. And gonna pop it open, looking cool. All right. What you see is a straight corridor. Uh, There's a door on the left, a door on the right. And then you see what looks like a passage to a very large chamber in the back that is heavily collapsed and buried with rubble. Uh, it looks like it would take you just over a day to clear all that rubble, but it looks like it's a very large chamber on the other side. <sighs> so yeah, it's a location. I don't know, do you have, we have a pitchfork of choice. Well, unless y'all brought shelves and pickaxes and everything, we only got two choices. Oh, did you guys say you need pickaxes? The radio just kind of statics in. We got pickaxes, we're dwarves. I will use I did. pickaxe if we don't stop your fucking eavesdropping. <laughs> I I might have texted them when you weren't looking. The fuck I mean, is a text? Ah, <laughs> uh, have you never read a book? No. <laughs> I I talked into it to send a note, so it was like. I like the idea the speaking stone has speech to text. As I said, this is a it's a voice memo. It's a very accessible. Yeah, it's a very accessible speaking stone. Uh, Ashlyn's gonna wander into the room and just start... So, you said we're in a chamber, but there's a larger chamber yeah. that's no. blocked no. away? there's a hallway. Okay. We're in a hallway. Uh, there's a door on the left of the hallway, like, basically, you pass by on the left, you could open it. A door that, while you're passing on the right, and then directly in front of you is the rubble that's clearly blocking off a large chamber. You can see over and around the rubble just enough to see there's a large room on the other side. But it looks like it would take about a day of labor for the four of you and the two dwarves to remove enough rubble to get to that other chamber. But you do have immediate access to the two other smaller rooms. Why don't you try one of the doors before you try the rubble? Mercil's already opening the left one. You All have right. guidance. Uh, he's just opening it. He's not checking. No, but I, I know. Yeah. I know you're not, but you still have guidance. Yeah, you have it for another minute sure. if you need it for anything else. Uh, so you, uh, what you see is a stone wardrobe. And uh, if you open the wardrobe, there's the remains of two red leather armors that were sized to the priest. But because of how old and rotted they are, they are ruined, useless, and would not provide any protection. Is there basically, anything? A fucking closet? Yeah. You, found, you basically found a room with an armoire in it. So it's basically a closet with a smaller closet inside. It's a fucking walk-in closet. And then the room, <sighs> and the room to the right. All right, the room to the right. Uh, half buried in the rubble in the side of this room, you see a dwarf priest wearing rotted red leather armor. Uh, he was clearly killed when the things collapsed. 
around his neck, you see a holy symbol of Avathor, a tiny jeweled dagger on a silver chain. Uh, it, you, if, uh, do you examine it more closely? Uh, yeah, Mirza will. Like, Don't fucking touch that. Skeleton. Um, oh, like, shit. I have to touch it to identify it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, get cursed. <laughs> Just like shaking it loose from his skeleton. All right, does anybody in the party read Dwarvish? Uh, I do. No. All right. Uh, do I? I doubt it. I don't. Where the f- I know a lot of languages. Oh, they're there. No. All right, do you provide it to Ashlyn to read the runes that are printed on it? I don't know if I can trust her. She's our Tom Bombadil. We can't give her items of power. She's just as likely to lose them. Well, I mean, above the game, this is just a movie, so... Yeah, it's, it's I will just keep... Uh, yeah, Mercer will keep a hold of it, but, like, offer out... Hey, you know what this is? I do. Uh, Ashlyn, do you read it? What? I do read it. Yep, uh, what you see inscribed on the little dagger are dwarves runes that say greed is good. So helpful. So... And you can, all some, you can all interpret that it's also worth about 50 gold. I'm not sure that I agree with what that says. Well, it looks like it's worth a pretty coin anyways. Mirzel will, like, stuff it in a hip pouch. So those were the two doors, and then we have the rubble in front of the third one? There's yeah, rubble in this one also. Where you can, uh, no, you guys just check both of the other doors. The rubble one is the last chamber. Uh, you can tell uh, from looking through that rubble, it is clearly the last room. So it's probably safe to radio the two dwarves. I think you can, you can safely assume the temple is now clear. I could try something that may but it would take you guys open it faster. I could try yeah, something. Go for it. If you don't mind. I mean, I'll be a little tapped for the rest of the day, but I could try. I mean, it's going to take a day anyway. Yeah, I was going to cool. say, moving that rubble is the rest of our day. Um, So Ashlyn's going to walk up to the rubble, stand about just a couple feet in front of it. She's going to place her hand on the ground and you'll notice that her hands start to sink into the stone just a little bit and she's going to cast Entangle with the intention of trying to grow the roots and vines up through the rocks to try and break it apart. Now, I'll let you use the spell slot for that. Sure, you push the rocks aside in such a way where there's now just rubble you can kind of walk over and and then she'll release the entangle so that nobody gets wrapped up in the vines. Ooh. That was really cool. I thought so. Plants are neat. All right, do you all enter the alcove of the final room? Yeah. Behind Stewart someone tour. with more health. <laughs> I mean, Ashlyn enters last. But whoever right. enters first has guidance. Yeah, Mirzo likes to help clear some of the rubble just to give everybody like a better walking path. But he'll enter first. Alright, so Mirzel, what you see is an alcove in the south wall holding the rubble of a shattered statue, and an alcove in the north holding a statue of a dwarf with horns. That dwarf is staring greedily at what appears to be a large glowing gem. Uh, there's nothing else of interest in the room. It's clearly a statue of the dwarven god Avatar. Holding a large oh. gem. And the gem looks like it can be removed from the hand. It does. I was gonna go and steal that. Um, However, yeah, we, no, like, we just had Yeah, no, that kinda me creeps me out. Can you give me like well I say a second? Give me like ten minutes. You gonna identify it? Well, I was just gonna detect magic. Cause I oh, don't need to touch idea. it to do that. 
I was about to say, yes. Yeah, don't. <laughs> well, she does that. Merzel is going to, like, just look around the statue and see, can I, like, topple it? I'm, you get the impression you took with a strength check because the other one clearly got knocked. Okay. I'm not going to do it yet. I'll, I'll wait for Ashlyn to report back. So she's going to sit down and cross her legs, crisscross applesauce, and she'll take out some little bits and bobs. It's mostly, like, incense and, like, uh, burning herbs and things like that. And she'll start, like, setting them down and burning them. And a, a, a fragrant, but it's like an earthy fragrance, starts moving throughout the room as she begins pushing her senses out and cast and ritually casting detect magic. All right. Uh, so ten minutes pass. Uh, there's not any sort of like encounter table or anything built in the module, so no interruptions. Uh, you successfully cast detect magic, and what you see on the statue are two magics. You see illusion magic on the gem. And you see evocation magic on the statue. Evocation on what? Sorry. Uh, evocation magic on the statue, which you'd recognize as like the magic of spells usually attack spells like fireball or lightning bolt. Usually some sort of attack or trap based spell has been enchanted on the statue. Oh, so um, there's two kinds of magics. One on the statue, which probably want don't want to touch that uh and, and one on the gym gym has like illusion magic so i don't know if it's because it's not what it seems or if it just deals in illusion magic but there's like the bad well not the bad the um what do you call it uh a little bit dangerous Damaging. Do it go boom. Could. It, 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 it deals in evocation, you know, so... Oh, so fucking fire, lightning, you know, elemental bullshit. I mean, technically, healing is, is evocation, but I don't think it's healing. Yeah, that would be my impression as well, so, um, no statue? No statue. I'm just saying, maybe we don't touch it. Maybe we figure out a way to trigger it from a safe distance yeah you're saying we get the I mean, dwarves to touch it <laughs> or does anybody have a way of i don't know doing things from a distance i've seen this fancy little spell that creates a little spectral hand you're looking for mage hand i don't have it um i mean we could hug rocks at the gym to make sure it's no real because if it's illusion or whatever the fuck oh, that is that means it's hey I could try throwing one of my pebbles at the statue and see if that would trigger it, because I could do that from pretty far away. Yeah, I'm all for hucking rocks at the statue. Um, can we check that? Does the evocation is the evocation magic only on the statue, or is it connected to the walls or something like that? Uh, the statue itself. It's on the statue. Okay. Uh, basically, what what Ashlyn sees is basically the room is magic free, except the statue itself is magical, and so is the gem it's holding. But a different two different schools of magic. All right. So, do you huck rocks at the statue? I'm waiting for uh, everybody. As far away to as we can. All right, so you stand at the southern corner of the room, which is uh, about 15, 20 feet away, casually glancing at this map. Can you see you the rock. statue from the collapsed tunnel that we came through? Yes, you can. Uh, it, it still works out to about 10, 15 feet away, like 
if you were like, yeah, but I can get cover it. behind the rubble. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, feel free to like rearrange rubble of like the broken statue to make things. You guys can get cover by heading into the doorway or whatever. I would not like to be in the collapsed tunnel that uh, the god was said to have collapsed. So... I just want somewhere where I am not out in the open. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like tucked away in a place where I can sort of see the statue, but also like not in a tunnel where I'm gonna die. <laughs> Alright, does anyone else have any specifics about their placement in this empty room that basically got a pile of rubble and a doorway? Emerson's was just like 50 feet back, just watching. There's nowhere ah, to be 50 feet, feet back. Yeah, the, you basically have uh, the room itself is approximately yeah. a 10 foot radius from the center. So the first yeah, piece in the statue is 20 feet. He's as far away as he can be then, yeah. Yep. I assume I'm the same with Yeah. Okay. So three three of you are kind of clustered by the doorway for safety. No, two of you by safety. Alexander's like hiding behind the pile of rubble in the south. Mirazel's kind of chilling off in a corner. Sound about right? I'm yeah. Got it. I All am right. wherever I can see the statue and have cover. All right, perfect. So you'll you'll be in the doorway with your little bit of cover. That's fine. Uh, Ashlyn throws her rock. I'm not going to make you roll an attack roll to hit a perfectly stationary object. Because in theory, you can just repeat this attack roll over and over again. It's not going to do anything. So you hit it. The uh, gem gets knocked loose and falls to sand. The statue goes kaboom. None of you are in a 10-foot radius, so it doesn't do anything. Okay. See? I'll grab That's the it. gem. No, no it's sand. It was fake. Oh. It was oh. fake. Um. And uh, you hear, like, a little radio signal from the uh, from the speaking stone. Uh I, I heard a kaboom, but I'm I'm not worried about that. If you guys want to get out here, we have kind of a situation. Oh, situation. They're in fucking trouble, and they want us to help. Hmm. I was good at all. calls back. Uh, yeah, on our way. Uh, cleared the place. Uh, you okay? Uh, and you hear like a like a clanking sound. It sounds like they dropped their speaking stone. Oh, Hashin walks hear, slowly. And you hear incoherent yelling. Uh, Mirzal, are you listening to what's coming through the speaking stone? I, I assume you're the only person. You're probably the only person here who speaks Orcish, I assume. Probably. All right. What you basically hear in Orcish is basically someone saying, "Give me all your money, and this temple is ours. We live here now." <laughs> Mirzal just laughs and passes. Fucking idiots and all having gold. These dwarves are broke as shit. He just mutters that to himself as he follows along with everybody hustling out. He will Ashlyn pick up the speaking hustle. stone now. Ashlyn is hustling. No, I am shoving you down the hallway. <laughs> Ashlyn is forcibly hustled. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry, she doesn't resist. Need a healer. Um <laughs> uh, I have no spells. You have good berries. That's fine. And everybody has a berry. Two actually. You're all healers. Wait, hey now. guys, can you just can you all just chill while we take a long rest? Can you just finish this robbery <laughs> in eight hours? Yeah. Can you guys just hold out on your on negotiation with yours for a long rest? <laughs> I was just saying, technically, you're all healers now. You That's all have true. berries. We do have the berries. You're welcome. All right. All right. All right. So you all skedaddle out the temple. Uh, you cleared everything. No big deal. When you get out there, for, uh, marching order. I'm assuming because Mirzal rushed into the situation first and everything, Mirzal comes out first. Uh, I am not going out first. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm in the back. I'm being dragged. Yep. Yeah. All right. So Tevin Mirzal in front then coming out the door. Yeah, Teb would want to see if she can merge to the walls and hug them. Uh, sure. Roll stealth. Since her friend is a distraction. Aw. Uh, uh, you know, nine. Sure. Uh, nine. 
Uh, Mirzal, are you entering the area with the orcs particularly loudly or boisterously? Yep. Yep. Since you started asking and gave up halfway through the sentence here, you can have advantage on your self check. Woohoo! Always wait for the DM to get the information you need for that. Fair. How about 18? Uh, with 18, I will say you believe you are still. Cool, cool. Uh, and what you see when you come out of this room is four orcs that are kind of like two on twoing these dwarves. Uh, both of the dwarves are being held up by the scruff of their shirt. And one of the free orcs sees you, Mirzal, and says, in, it says in orcish, Ah, I don't think you're one of our brood, but if, you, if you'd like part of the spoils, you're welcome to join us. Hmm. And the worst offer I've had today. Set them down and uh, we can talk about price. Ah, you know, they, they mutter amongst themselves. They're like, okay, they set them down. I have something I'd like to do. All right. I am going to cast Detect Thoughts. Because I get one use per day. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to try and read their surface thoughts and communicate that via telepathy to Mersel. All right. Uh, so what you see at their surface thoughts, uh, is there a saving throw or anything you need for that? Not for surface thoughts. If I want to go deeper, okay. they have a saving throw. All right. All right, perfect. So basically you hear cycling through their surface thoughts is uh, you can tell that they are the displaced dwarves that uh, orcs, not dwarves, that's you know, displaced dwarves from darn it. <laughs> you said it. Now you can't get it out of your head. Take three. What you can tell from their surface is they are the displaced orcs that the dragon pushed from their home uh, and that they just care about getting a new shelter for their uh, group to use as a headquarters. And uh, they're basically shaking these guys down because they're on what they perceive to be their territory. So she'll relay that information to Merzel in his head while also saying, you know, we could probably just give them the space we want the dwarves to leave anyways and we already took everything of value. Right? We did. I think we did that. To the best of your knowledge, you did. Above game, yes, you did. Nice. So... That is communicated to Merzel because he seems to be the one doing the talking. All right, Merzel, they've done it. You asked. Do you have anything else you want to say? Or... Yeah, he's basically just uh, walking up to him. Um, still in Orcish. The hell are you doing in this fucking place, anyways? Shit ain't made for your sass. I mean, there, dude, there was this like big, like big ass dragon. I swear, the biggest dragon I've ever seen, and it basically kicked us out of our out of our headquarters. So. Our chief has us looking for a new place for us all to squat and call home until we can figure out what to do about that stupid dragon. Mm. You know, dragons are supposed to have a shit ton of gold with them. You got a whole tribe. Why don't you go after the dragon yourself? I mean, the, the dragon like killed a bunch of our guys, and it, like it took over. It, it's probably building a horde, but we don't think it's building. We don't think it has a horde yet. So maybe once we give it some time, it'll horde stuff up, and then we kill it. Mm. And if you want this place. You probably been making a problem for the uh, folks back there and like Merzel will like look over his shoulder back to the group. Uh, roll persuasion. We'll say you still have the guidance that Ashlyn gave you because you got out of the temple really fast. Yeah. What's he saying? I'm gonna... Merzel's asking if, they, if they'll leave you guys be and just let them have it. Okay. No, I, I'm just saying in character because oh, okay. has never learned orcish. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Oh, oh, I see. Alexander's asking that question out loud. Got it. Just to quietly to Ashlyn in case she knows, because she said she knows a lot of languages. Well, I don't know what he sped, said specifically, but I suggested just handing over the temple to them 
because we were leaving anyways. So I'm going to go ahead and say because Ashley, I'm going to say because Ashley can hear surface thoughts. She's getting the gist of this conversation in common. So that's what I relate. Sounds good to me. So we just uh, what, have to see. What if was there... your persuasion roll, yourself? Oh, I didn't know I had to roll persuasion. Sorry, I missed that yep. part. Yep, roll persuasion, and you have that guidance if you want to need it. The D4. Um, what is my persuasion? I didn't take any points in it, so 16. 16, they look you guys up and down like, we just we just have this place. We don't need to, like, kill you all for it. There's nobody claiming it. I mean, them dwarves are probably going to claim it. No, they're not, you hear in your head. They Remember, they said they'd leave with us after we cleared it, which we have. Merzel can't respond because you already said this is a one-way thing. So. Yep, yeah. that is just in your head. You know, the, the orc looks down at the little dwarf guy like, Will you guys leave? If we like, we like, like we don't need to kill you, just leave. And they're like, yes, please don't kill us. Like, oh yeah, sure, you guys can go if you like, like dibs. We we claim dibs. Uh, just don't come back here. Y'all come back here without our permit. You're cool. Uh, you can come back, dude. What's your name? Bunch of fucking cowards. And Mercer will turn away and start heading back down the trail. <laughs> and yeah, you guys are allowed to leave freely. Great. Because Mirzol successfully negotiated a free pass. Uh, above game, that is something that, like, I was like, oh, you guys have somebody who can communicate with them. Uh, the module wanted these things to blindly fight you to the death, but I think having humanoid races do that is stupid, which we'll talk about more in the fireside chat. Truth. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Great. But because there was an avenue where you could leave them to negotiate, you got it. You were able to, with the dwarves, uh, they do want their cut. So the two the uh, treasures you guys got, they want half of it. Like, well, so you guys get out of the range of the dwarves, and the dwarves like, so what'd you guys find in there? Uh, so Tev definitely will Ochre jellies. pour out. Mostly and nothing shit. else, right? Well, that Lots felt like the most rocks. important thing to say was ochre jellies. They knew to. Tev's still going to pull out nope. the thing <clears throat> of gems. Yes. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Tev just shakes out of the, like, about maybe, like, six, and she hands them to the dwarves. Like, here, that's... That's what we got. From these stingy bastards, at least. She looks at Marisol. All right, not uh, my mother. And right, you're so not you're there, giving... so they can fucking fend for themselves. So you're giving them 60 gold of your hundred of 200 gold worth of loot? Yes. Let's say 50 gold, because... Oh, no, no. Uh, let's say 40 gold, because that will make you guys' this thing divide out to 40 gold. Can I sleight of hand the gems back when they aren't paying attention? Uh, you could try, but first... So that would be only four of the... Yeah, four. So you offer them four. There's probably going to be a wonderful moment where Ashlyn speaks in their mind and they get really distracted. So you could have help action if you time it right. Yeah. Yeah. Tev, roll deception at advantage to convince, because everybody in the group is helping you, to convince them that this is all of the loot that you have have for them. Oh, I meant for Alexander. Alexander said they wanted to steal some back. I understand that, but everybody was trying to convince everybody. Like, you were all like, nope, this is all we got. So I'm Oh, Ashlyn didn't say others. anything then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, you all basically didn't say there was more loot. So I'm implying the help action as the group, rather than making this Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tess is inherently the best liar. <laughs> uh, oh, with the help action or no? With the help action. So roll with advantage. Okay. So. Sweet. 28. <laughs> With the, uh, yeah, with the 20 weight, they're like, oh, yeah, 20. Like, oh, yeah, no, four, we'll take 40. I, I was hoping for more, but we're not going back there. So, yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, those jellies suck. I think they were priests. Those things were priests? Oh, my God, that's terrible. Mm. 
And then, Alexander, if you want to roll with the help action, I'm going to go ahead and say, because you, like, I, I'll even let Ashlyn cast Guidance on you. Oh, I don't know that she would ever yes, intentionally has, cast Guidance on you to steal something, but there's definitely enough moments where she's awkward and speaks in their mind that you can use that as the help action. All right, so, Alexander, go ahead and roll sleight of hand to try and get those gems back. Uh, okay, 17 plus 4. Uh, 21. Oh yeah, the 21? Yeah, I had yeah, to 21, do you absolutely do it. Uh, you do the Indiana Jones thing where you have, like, find, like, four rocks that are about the right weight, and you just slip them in so they don't even notice the change in weight. I steal Ashlyn's pebbles. No, you don't. <laughs> you <laughs> can try. I steal four of them. You probably have more than that. You can't pocket. steal my pebbles. No, these, these gemstones are about the size of baseballs. The pebbles oh. are the size of pebbles. You okay. find, like, four rocks. Okay. And with that, you return to Vandalin, 200 gold richer, and with a completed quest. Yay! Well, and that is the end of the first Ashley adventure of Dungeon doesn't of care Next about time. money, but touch her pebbles, and... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she has gone back and collected each and every single pebble that she has thrown during this fight. She goes well, back right, and picks them up my, and puts them back in In my head, bag. they're grenades and not just regular projectiles. I forgot they don't explode. No, they're just rocks. They're just pebbles. Really shiny rock. They're really pretty, shiny, smooth rocks. That concludes the first quest in Dragons of Icefire Peak. Next time, we're going to sit down for our fireside chat and talk about what worked in the module, what didn't, what I modified because I could tell it wouldn't work or it was stupid, <laughs> and, what, and what we would change next time if we didn't change something. So that was all for tonight. Everybody have a great night. Thank you for checking out our show. As a reminder, we are part of Bard Rock Network, who you can support by checking out our sponsor, Dragon Master Games. Support a local game store, get yourself some TTRPG essentials, and help the network produce more excellent content. It really makes a difference. Our show and all the other shows on Bard Rock Network wouldn't be possible without the support of people like you on our Patreon and Ko-fi. That's why we like to thank supporters who pledge above a certain tier at the end of network productions. This month's top supporters are Sarah, Queen, Viralore, and Paul. Thank you all so much for supporting the network. If you want to get shoutouts and other rewards, pledge on our Patreon or Ko-fi today. Links in the show notes.